Welcome to Reading the One-Year Bible Together, a daily podcast and radio program that runs Monday through Saturday. My name's Bryce Tomlinson, and I'll be joined by Sherry Atanasov, and on occasion, my lovely wife, Julie. If you don't have a one-year Bible, you can find a link to the reading plan from our website at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com and in the show notes on your favorite podcast app. This podcast is recorded from Zoom, where we do our live streams daily at 10 a.m. Pacific. Details can be found in the show notes as well as our website. You're welcome to read out of whichever version of the Bible that you like best. We just happen to use the World English Bible because it's public domain, and as such, these programs are also public domain. You're welcome to download them and re-upload them anywhere that you see fit, anywhere that you think the Word of God is needed. We feel like that's pretty much everywhere, so you should totally do that. And even if you can't do that, you can still hit that share button on your podcast app. Share this on your timeline, share this on your Facebook, your X feed, your TikTok, or wherever you think that people ought to be getting into the Bible. In the show notes and the website, you'll find links to PayPal and Patreon, where you can show your support and contribute to the improving of our audio quality and the audio gear that we use to record record these podcasts and live streams. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. Today is November 3rd, and that means it is day 307 of the One Year Bible. Day 307 is going to start us out in Ezekiel chapter 7, so if you would like to get turned there, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for our time together. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your strength, for the breath in our lungs. And Lord, we ask that your Holy Spirit would breathe into us and teach us what you have to say to us. Help us to interpret and understand your word today correctly. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 7, starting in verse 1. Moreover, Yahweh's word came to me, saying, You, son of man, the Lord Yahweh says to the land of Israel, An end. The end has come on the four corners of the land. Now the end is on you, and I will send my anger on you, and will judge you according to your ways. I will bring on you all your abominations. My eye will not spare you, neither will I have pity, but I will bring your ways on you, and your abominations will be among you. Then you will know that I am Yahweh. The Lord Yahweh says, A disaster, a unique disaster. Behold, it comes. An end has come. The end has come. It awakes against you. Behold, it comes. Your doom has come to you, inhabitant of the land. The time has come. The day is near, a day of tumult, and not of joyful shouting on the mountains. Now I will shortly pour out my wrath on you, and accomplish my anger against you, and will judge you according to your ways. I will bring on you all your abominations. My eye won't spare neither will I have pity. I will punish you according to your ways. Your abominations will be among you. Then you will know that I, Yahweh, strike. Behold the day. Behold, it comes. Your doom has gone out. The rod has blossomed. Pride has budded. Violence has risen up into a rod of wickedness. None of them will remain, nor of their multitude, nor of their wealth. There will be nothing of value among them. The time has come. The day draws near. Don't let the buyer rejoice, nor the seller mourn, for wrath is on all its multitude. For the seller won't return to that which is sold, although they are still alive. For the vision concerns the whole multitude of it. None will return. None will strengthen himself in the iniquity of his life. They have blown the trumpet and have made all ready. But no one goes to the battle, for my wrath is on all its multitude. 
multitude. The sword is outside, and the pestilence and the famine within. He who is in the field will die by the sword. He who is in the city will be devoured by famine and pestilence. But of those who escape, they will escape and will be on the mountains like doves of the valleys, all of them moaning, everyone in his iniquity. All hands will be feeble, and all knees will be weak as water. They will also clothe themselves with sackcloth, and horror will cover them. Shame will be on all faces, and baldness on all their heads. They will cast their silver in the streets, and their gold will be as an unclean thing. Their silver and their gold won't be able to deliver them in the day of Yahweh's wrath. They won't satisfy their souls or fill their bellies, because it has been the stumbling block of their iniquity. As for the beauty of his ornament, he set it in majesty, but they made the images of their abominations and their detestable things therein. Therefore I have made it to them as an unclean thing. I will give it into the hands of the strangers for a prey, and to the wicked of the earth for a plunder, and they will profane it. I will also turn my face from them, and they will profane my secret place. Robbers will enter into it and profane it. Make chains, for the land is full of bloody crimes, and the city is full of violence. Therefore I will bring the worst of the nations, and they will possess their houses. I will also make the pride of the strong to cease. Their holy places will be profaned. Destruction comes. They will seek peace, and there will be none. Mischief will come on mischief, and rumor will be on rumor. They will seek a vision of the prophet, but the law will perish from the priest, and counsel from the elders. The king will mourn, and the prince will be clothed with desolation. The hands of the people of the land will be troubled. I will do to them after their way, and according to their own judgments, I will judge them. Then they will know that I am Yahweh. Next, we continue with Ezekiel chapter 8, starting in verse 1. In the sixth year, in the sixth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I sat in my house, and the elders of Judah sat before me, the Lord Yahweh's hand fell on me there. Then I saw, and behold, a likeness as the appearance of fire, from the appearance of his waist and downward, fire, and from his waist and upward, as the appearance of brightness, as it were glowing metal. He stretched out the form of a hand, and took me by a lock of my head, and the Spirit lifted me up between the earth and the sky, and brought me in the visions of God to Jerusalem, to the door of the gate of the inner court that looks toward the north, where there was the seat of the image of jealousy, which provokes to jealousy. Behold, the glory of the God of Israel was there, according to the appearance that I saw in the plain. Then he said to me, Son of man, lift up your eyes now the way toward the north. So I lifted up my eyes the way toward the north, and saw northward of the gate of the altar this image of jealousy in the entry. He said to me, Son of man, the you see what they do, even the great abominations that the house of Israel commit here, that I should go far off from my sanctuary, but you will again see yet other great abominations. He brought me to the door of the court, and when I looked, behold, a hole in the wall. Then he said to me, Son of man, dig now in the wall. When I had dug in the wall, I saw a door. He said to me, Go in and see the wicked abominations that they do here. So I went in and looked and saw every form of creeping things, abominable animals, and all the idols of the house of Israel, portrayed around on the wall. Seventy men of the elders of the house 
of Israel stood before them. In the middle of them, Jeazaniah, the son of Shaphan, stood, every man with his censer in his hand, and the smell of the cloud of incense went up. Then he said to me, Son of man, have you seen what the elders of the house of Israel do in the dark, every man in his rooms of imagery? For they say, Yahweh doesn't see us, Yahweh has forsaken the land. He said also to me, You will again see more of the great abominations which they do. Then he brought me to the door of the gate of Yahweh's house, which was toward the north, and I saw the women sit there, weeping for Tammuz. Then he said to me, Have you seen this, son of man? You will again see yet greater abominations than these. He brought me into the inner court of Yahweh's house, and I saw at the door of Yahweh's temple, between the porch and the altar, there were about twenty-five men with their backs toward Yahweh's temple, and their faces toward the east. They were worshipping the sun toward the east. Then he said to me, Have you seen this, son of man? Is it a light thing to the house of Judah that they commit the abominations which they commit here? For they have filled the land with violence, and have turned again to provoke me to anger. Behold, they put the branch to their nose. Therefore I will also deal in wrath. My eye won't spare, neither will I have pity. Though they cry in my ears with a loud voice, yet I will not hear them. And now we continue in Ezekiel chapter 9, starting in verse 1. Then he cried in my ears with a loud voice, saying, Cause those who are in charge of the city to draw near, each man with his destroying weapon in his hand. Behold, six men came from the way of the upper gate, which lies toward the north, every man with his slaughter weapon in his hand. One man in the middle of them was clothed in linen, with a writer's inkhorn by his side. They went in and stood beside the bronze altar. The glory of the God of Israel went up from the cherub, whereupon it was, to the threshold of the the house, and he called to the man clothed in linen, who had the writer's inkhorn by his side. Yahweh said to him, Go through the middle of the city, through the middle of Jerusalem, and set a mark on the foreheads of the men that sigh and that cry over all the abominations that are done within it. To the others, he said in my hearing, Go through the city after him and strike. Don't let your eyes spare, neither have pity. Kill utterly the old man, the young man, the virgin, little children and women, but don't come near any man on whom is the mark. Begin at my sanctuary. Then they began at the old men who were before the house. He said to them, Defile the house and fill the courts with the slain. Go out. They went out and struck in the city. While they were killing and I was left, I fell on my face and cried and said, Ah, Lord Yahweh, will you destroy all the residue of Israel in your pouring out of your wrath on Jerusalem? Then he said to me, The iniquity of the house of Israel and Judah Judah is exceedingly great, and the land is full of blood, and the city full of perversion. For they say, Yahweh has forsaken the land, and Yahweh doesn't see. As for me also, my eye won't spare, neither will I have pity, but I will bring their way on their head. Behold, the man clothed in linen, who had the inkhorn by his side, reported the matter, saying, I have done as you have commanded me. Next, we are going into the New Testament. We are in Hebrews chapter 5, starting in verse 1. 
For every high priest being taken from among men is appointed for men in things pertaining to God, that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. The high priest can deal gently with those who are ignorant and going astray, because he himself is also surrounded with weakness. Because of this, he must offer sacrifices for sins for the people as well as for himself. Nobody takes this honor on himself, but he is called by God just like Aaron was. So also Christ didn't glorify himself to be made a high priest. But it was he who said to him, you are my son. Today I have become your father. As he says also in another place, you are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. He, in the days of his flesh, having offered up prayers and petitions with strong crying and tears to him who was able to save him from death, and having been heard for his godly fear, though he was a son, yet learned obedience by the things which he suffered, having been made perfect, he became to all of those who obey him the author of eternal salvation, named by God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. About him we have many words to say, and hard to interpret, seeing you have become dull of hearing. For although by this time you should be teachers, you again need to have someone teach you the rudiments of the first principles of the revelations of God. You have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is not experienced in the word of righteousness, for he is a baby. But solid food is for those who are full grown, who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern good and evil. We are going back into the Old Testament, Psalm 105, starting in verse 1. Give thanks to Yahweh, call on his name, make his doings known among the peoples, sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his marvelous works, glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those who seek Yahweh rejoice, seek Yahweh and his strength, seek his face forevermore, remember his marvelous works that he has done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. You offspring of Abraham, his servant, you children of Jacob, his chosen ones, he is is Yahweh our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He has remembered his covenant forever, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, the covenant which he made with Abraham, his oath to Isaac, and confirmed it to Jacob for a statute, to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying, To you I will give the land of Canaan, the lot of your inheritance, when they were but a few men in number, yes, very few, and foreigners in it. They went about from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another people. He allowed no one to do them wrong. Yes, he reproved kings for their sakes. Don't touch my anointed ones. Do my prophets no harm. And now we finish in Proverbs 26, verse 28. A lying tongue hates those it hurts, and a flattering mouth works ruin. We thank you, Heavenly Father, once again for this fellowship for this time that you've given us together, for this day that you've given us. God, we ask that you would light our path today, that you would help us to make the proper decisions, that you would help us to speak life into the world through your word. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for joining us. And please remember that all our resources can be found on our social media page at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com. Have a great day. Bye-bye.